0: Is it okay to go overboard celebrating Christmas? Coming up next, Christmas is the miracle that launches our faith as Christians. And that miracle of salvation is something to celebrate every day. Welcome to On the Bright Side with Bobby Bollinger, entrepreneur, business owner, and spiritual life coach. Bobby and his brother Glenn own Alliance Sports Group, a collection of hardware and sports product lines including Nebo tools and flashlights sold in over 40,000 retail stores across America. Are you looking for a place to promote your products, services, church, or a great advertising vehicle? On the Bright Side is open to a select number of exclusive advertising partners. Get a deeply discounted package with exclusivity, endorsement, and web and social media inclusion. Call today, 847-312-8197. Now, get ready for On the Bright Side with Bobby.
1: But first, I mean, really, can you believe that that Christmas is almost here? I mean, it just seems to come so quickly every year. And you know, at my house, I got to tell you, Christmas is a big deal. And I don't mind telling you that my wife goes a little overboard in some areas of Christmas. Okay, she goes overboard in all areas of Christmas. And she gets an early start too. I mean, the day after Halloween, we start moving pumpkins out and tinsel and garland in. We have Christmas everything. We have Christmas dishes, Christmas coffee cups, Christmas candles everywhere. We play Christmas music 24-7. We have a big Christmas tree in the den, Christmas tree in the dining room, one in the bedroom, (laughs) one in the TV room. And don't even get me started on the outside Christmas lights. We have them on the front of the house, on the side of the house, and on the back of the house. It's so bright at my house. I'll tell you how bright it is at my house. It's so bright that airplanes use our house to find their way to the airport. We're so lit up that tourists have mistaken our house for the Gaylord Hotel. But I have to give my wife credit because, you know, there's a lot of work involved to go so overboard putting all this Christmas atmosphere together. And fortunately, I don't have to do any of it. And it's not because she wants to spare me all the labor. I don't help because she just wants it done right. (laughs) All All the women are applauding, yeah. But because I've been known to plug the wrong thing into the wrong extension cord, and I don't know what the big deal was, but, I mean, I did put the fire out. (laughs) Firemen really didn't do anything. Fire truck was really cool, though, I'll have to say. Anyway, everything is decorated inside and out, and some of it is just really over the top. Like we have these little stuffed people, like gnomes or something. And they're about four feet tall, and, and my wife places them strategically throughout the house. So, whenever I get up in the night to go to the kitchen or something, it's really creepy <laughs> seeing these creatures staring at me. They remind me of those characters in those Capital One commercials. I just know one's gonna jump out any minute and say, What's in your wallet? But listen, uh, it's true that my wife goes a little overboard when it comes to Christmas. But I guess it's time for me to just publicly admit admit it, that it's one of the things that I love about her, because if there's anything in this world that we should go overboard celebrating as much as we can, it would be Christmas. Amen. And you know why? Why? You know why? Because Christmas is a miracle that launches our faith. As Christians, the story of Christmas is true. Immaculate conception, virgin birth, a star with GPS in it, all of it. (laughs) And every time that we Christians hear the story of the birth of Christ, we know that we become part of the miracle. We know deep down in the center of our being that yes, yes, one crystal clear night 2,000 years ago underneath a shining star, God came down to live with us for a while and He would bring hope and life eternal for all who would believe and receive Him. Behold, the virgin shall be with child and bear a son and they shall call His name Emmanuel, which means... God be with us. You see, that's his legacy. But it's our destiny to be able to celebrate Christmas by giving praise to the Lord of Lord and the King of Kings. So let me tell you something tonight. I believe we all should go overboard celebrating Christmas. And I think we should all start tonight. So may God bless each and every one of you. Have a blessed Christmas. Failures are meant to be tough pills to
0: swallow, and they're meant to be hard lessons learned. But in the kingdom of God, they are not to destroy you. Find out next what to do with them. On the Bright Side, we'll be right back. Are you looking for a place to promote your products, services, church, or a great advertising vehicle? On the Bright Side is open to a select number of exclusive advertising partners. Get a deeply discounted package with exclusivity, endorsement, and web and social media inclusion. Call today, 847-312-8197. And now back to On the Bright Side as Bobby Bollinger shares his unique layman's
1: perspective as viewed through his lifelong journey of faith. Does anybody ever feel like you are a failure? Except me. Or besides me. Well, I want you to know that maybe you're struggling financially. Or maybe you're going through problems with a broken relationship. Maybe you're even battling an addiction. Whatever it is. You know, I want to tell you that you're not a failure. You may be trying really hard, but it's just obvious that things aren't getting better. So you tell yourself, I'm a failure, but I want you to know today that you are not a failure. You just have the wrong perspective on failure. You see, everyone fails. It's a natural human quality to fail. To err is human. Goes the old saying. But, But what happens is when things aren't working out for us, it's easy to transfer the circumstance of our failure to our being a failure. And that's another mistake that we just don't need to make. Because failure is a necessary element in our lives for us to grow. And failure is an especially important ingredient to your eventual success. Successful people will always tell you that every failure is a stepping stone to their success. So we're going to fail. And we're we're going to mess up. But it doesn't mean we're a failure. You only have to go back to last Monday night's football game, the Dallas Cowboys, New York Giants. To illustrate my point. How many saw the game? So here we have Drew Bledsoe, our veteran quarterback. He's marching us down the field and he's just a few yards From scoring a touchdown and getting us back in the game. And then with with one quick reflex decision, he throws a bad pass. It's intercepted. And that failure leads to his being replaced and losing his job as a starting quarterback. And if he listens to the hundreds of hours of media talk about this, or reads the miles of newspaper print, about this, he would have to believe that he's a complete failure. But let me ask you, do you think that Drew Bledsoe should consider himself a failure because of one bad pass in a career that spans 14 years in the NFL record books a number of times for his passing skills? Well, I don't think so. And I think the fact that Mr. Bledsoe gets paid pretty well to do what he does, and the fact that he's a good family man and he's, he's acted in many charitable organizations, and I don't know all the rest of very much about his life. But I think that he should have some perspective that he's not a failure. The truth is, he simply had a setback in his work. And you know, Simon Peter, the disciple, he was a confident man. And after connecting with Jesus Christ, he was convinced he was the one that the Lord could always count on. And he told him so. Even when Jesus told Peter that he would deny him three times before dawn, Peter didn't believe him. But when put to the test, Peter failed miserably, just as the Lord had predicted. And the word says that Peter went out and wept bitterly, and I'm sure he considered himself a complete failure. But later, in the book of John, it tells us that after the resurrection of Christ, the Lord appeared several times to the disciples, and Peter was there. And the third time the Lord appeared was when Peter and some disciples went fishing. And they were out fishing, and they heard a guy from the shore say, hey, have you guys caught anything? No, they answered, not, not paying much attention. And then the guy on the shore said, well, well, throw your nets on the other side and you'll catch them then. And so they did. And all of a sudden, there were fish everywhere. They were just jumping into the net. And one of the disciples said, that guy, it's the Lord. And before he could get the words, out of his mouth, Peter just jumped in the water, closing off. Headed straight to Jesus. He let the other guys haul in the fish. You see, Peter showed us right there. The most important thing that we need to know about failure. And that is that our failures don't determine who we are. But it's what we do after we fail that most defines us. Our failures, they're meant to be tough pills to swallow. And they're meant to be hard lessons learned. But in the kingdom of God, they are not to destroy us. Your failures are not to destroy you. Peter knew he failed. But he also knew that he loved the Lord. And he wanted another chance. And that's why I don't think it's a coincidence that the same day that Peter jumped in the water to get to Jesus, the Lord asked Peter if he loved him three times. You see, as many times as Peter could fail him, Jesus was going to encourage him and challenge him to a life of glorifying God. And what Christ did for Peter in spite of his failure, he would do for all of us. So you are not a failure. You are a winner in Jesus Christ today. And you just need to hold on. If you're having failure in your life right now you just need to hold on and you need to remember this scripture which is pastor des's favorite it says being confident of this very thing that he who has begun a good work in you will complete it until the day of jesus christ
0: everything we have is because of the grace of god in our lives listen to discover how you can expect god's blessings in your life by faith
2: nebo partners with retailers to maximize valuable counter space a constant stream of new innovative lights incredible impulse displays and an industry-only buyback guarantee which means nebo will buy back your inventory in the unlikely event it doesn't sell so if you own a retail business of any type become a nebo dealer and start turning profits like never before receive a free no obligation sample of a great nebo light and see for yourself that's right get a free nebo light and a nebo catalog to get your free flashlight and catalog go to nebo or call 847-312-8197 that's nebo or call 847-312-8197
0: we hope you're enjoying Bobby Bollinger's unique layman's perspective as viewed through his lifelong journey of faith on the
1: bright side. Well, all right, good morning. Are you happy today? Yeah. Praise the Lord. Maybe this will help. Here's some picnic, church picnic humor. Are you ready? man the wife chewed out her husband at the church picnic doesn't it embarrass you that people have seen you go through the buffet line five times no replied her husband not in the least I just tell everyone I'm filling up another plate for you I want to encourage some people this morning, say this prayer with me, Lord, I need your blessing on my life. Now, whether we express this out loud like that or not, this is a constant declaration for every Christian, because we love the Lord. And we desire his blessing on our life all the time. And I want to assure you this morning that God intends to. He plans on covering you with his blessing. There are blessings with your name on them today. There's healings. There's promotions. There's breakthroughs. I want you to know that you have the favor of God. But you have to remember to do these four things, to maximize and receive His blessings on your life. And it begins with having the right perspective on God's blessings. The first thing to remember is that you have to receive God's blessings through Christ. The greatest blessing that you'll ever receive is the gift of salvation. When we accept him, we are eternally blessed. You see, God blesses us in many ways, but he starts our relationship out with the greatest blessing of all. He saved us. He gave us life. He gave us a future. And the word says, what shall I return to the Lord for all his goodness to me? Of course we want God's blessings on our life. But first, we have to stop and acknowledge that when we accepted Christ, we are blessed. We're blessed now, and we're blessed forever. Somebody else should say amen to that. So we need to keep, we need God to keep blessing us, okay? The next thing we have to remember is this. We have to celebrate God's blessings in worship. I think we just saw a good example of that this morning. Praise the Lord. The word says, bless the Lord, oh my soul, and forget not all his benefits. And you might say, well, am I supposed to celebrate God's blessings when I just don't feel very blessed? Yes, of course you are. You know why? I just told you why. Because of Christ, I live. When we adopt this outlook on our life we develop a different attitude about the trials and the hardships in our life we put them in God's hands where they belong we intentionally choose to have a kingdom mentality which allows us to consider the bigger picture and the eternal reality that's ours and we celebrate through worship because no matter what we're going through because of Christ we're saved And we're blessed. And that brings me to the third thing. We have to remember to be blessed. We have to expect God's blessings by faith. By faith. The word says without faith, it's impossible to please God. Because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and that he rewards or blesses those who earnestly seek him. You see... Many times we can't feel or see the blessings that we have or that are coming our way. Because we don't know what God is up to. And that's why we have to have faith. That's why we have to trust him. If we did know, we wouldn't need faith now, would we? And that's why the word says we walk by faith, not by sight. We can still be going through the fire. And know, for certain, that God always has His hand on us. And finally, we have to remember that we are always blessed when we share God's blessings with other people. Now, we could make this part all about money. The word gives us plenty of material on giving to others, but that would be so limiting. To God's purpose in our life. The best thing we can share with others is the best thing that God shared with us, and that's His Son, Jesus Christ. And when we share the blessing that Christ is to us with others, every other blessing in our life will just spill out on everybody else. You know, I've got to tell you something. I'm blessed. I'm blessed, and it took me a long time, longer than it should have, to understand, listen to me, my circumstances, <laughs> my circumstances d- doesn't have anything about it. And it's only been since I have understood this truth and this principle that God has begun to bless me in ways that I would never expect or imagine. You see, everything we have is because of the grace of God. So if you're like me and you need need God's blessing on your life today, you just acknowledge that your salvation is your greatest blessing through Jesus Christ Celebrate God's blessings in your life in worship this morning just like you already have. Expect God's blessings on your life by faith and trust Him for them. And then share what God has blessed you with with everyone you meet. And I promise you that not only will you be blessed, but just like that, well, gentleman says sitting in the back something good will happen to you in Jesus name
0: You have been listening to On the Bright Side with Bobby Bollinger, entrepreneur, business owner, and spiritual life coach. Are you looking for a place to promote your products, services, church, or a great advertising vehicle? On the Bright Side is open to a select number of exclusive advertising partners. Get a deeply discounted package with exclusivity, endorsement, and web and social media inclusion. Call today. 847-312-8197. That's 847-312-8197 or Bobby at OnTheBrightSide.org. 847-312-8197 or Bobby at OnTheBrightSide.org.
3: Pregnant, single, alone. Where does a young woman in this situation turn to for help? Embrace Grace. Does your church stand in the gap for young pregnant women in need of love and support?
2: Embrace Grace.
3: How can a congregation be both pro-life and pro-love? Embrace Grace. Embrace Grace responds with love to women in an unplanned pregnancy. Embrace Grace reaches out with kindness and acceptance and without judgment. Nearly 500 churches offer Embrace Grace, a gospel-centered program designed to help single pregnant moms let go of past hurts and wounds and prepare them spiritually, emotionally, and practically for motherhood. Embrace Grace paves the way for young single women to become spiritually and emotionally healthy parents. Visit EmbraceGrace.com or call 817-755-8484 to learn how your church can embrace grace. That's EmbraceGrace.com or call 817-755-8484.